0: Welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by stoner chicks. I'm Grace Penzel. I'm Kayla Teal.
1: I'm Phoebe Richards. And I'm Stephanie Thompson and we are the Stoner oh, oh, oh. Chicks.
2: Welcome to our first episode, everybody. Yeah, we're here.
1: We're doing it.
2: And I love our theme music. It's really catchy. Who wrote it? Jessica Damari. That's DeMari. right. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. Amazing. We love it.
3: Thank you, Jessica. So uh, how's y'all's week been? Or life? This is episode one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be honest, my week has been going pretty well. I got some medications figured out i'm doing physical therapy for my back it's been beautiful weather and all of my dogs make me very happy so i'm doing pretty good and i get to be here with you guys recording a gosh darn podcast
1: gosh darn i've been doing pretty good too Been going on a lot of walks just enjoying the outside and the weather starting to change and riding on that
2: nice yeah, I'm definitely feeling better now that the weather's changing a little bit. i realized this year I probably have seasonal depression. And so just a sunny day yesterday, I felt like a new person. Yeah. I felt completely different than I have been. So that's, I mean, I'm really glad the weather's getting better. Oh my gosh, I totally thought about you the other day, Kayla. So I was doing one of my walks and
1: um, I saw this guy on a tennis court and he had the most amazing glitter roller skates. Mm-hmm. And he was clearly a total noob, like, learning roller skating. (laughs) And he was just by himself, dedicated, learning to roller skate. And it was so inspiring to watch him, like almost fall but get back up and like just not give up and he had these amazing <laughs> glitter skates at the same time i was just like it was just an amazing picture and i thought of you because you like roller skate too that
2: makes me so happy because just last june that was me at the park looking like a baby deer <laughs> and there was a couple people other people on roller skates that rolled by and were like you're doing great Aww, supportive <laughs> roller
3: skate community
2: oh yeah the seattle roller skate community shout, shout out. out they're fantastic how are you phoebe i'm good i've had a a nice week. I've uh, been very excited preparing for
3: this podcast. <laughs> uh, and last weekend, I went to down to the coast and stayed in Airbnb with one of my besties for 20 years. Yeah, the so Mr. Brian Walters. He's a professor, a math professor at Evergreen. And we had a lovely little time. One of the most exciting things I've purchased in forever, we went to a succulent Nursery, and no joke. The only reason we stopped is because it was called Pot Shed, and I was like, "Ooh, we gotta stop there because <laughs> of the name." And it was really cool. And I bought some really cute little succulents in good old Grayland, Washington. Little shout out if anyone's in the Grayland area, check out Pot Shed Succulent Nursery. I'm sure most of our listeners are from Grayland, Phoebe. <laughs> I think it's a population of about 150 people. Wow, And
0: 149 of them are subscribers to this podcast. (laughs) It's
3: it's also just a few miles down the road from Tokeland, which I was very obsessed with. Tokeland. Purely because of the name. So you can see my uh, priorities. (laughs) I've been to (laughs) Tokeland. It's a cute, cute little town. It's cute. I got some oyster shooters at a gas station.
0: We're going to bounce from Tokeland over to the pot shed and then back. Yeah. So, do you want to come hang out with us while we do that?
1: <laughs> None of it actually involves smoking marijuana, but that's what we're going to do.
3: Wait, maybe we should hear a scene of the people that live in Tokeland and love to go to the pot shed. D- is the pot shed in Tokeland? I mean, it's a 10 minute drive. Oh, it's close.
0: Okay, I'll use my imagination. Okay, first,
3: imagine there's a car.
1: <laughs> oh, hi there. Oh, hi there, Jerry. Can we just, uh, you know, I'm a little low on succulents and, uh, I thought we'd just maybe pop down to Grayland to the pot shed. Is that you, Melanie? Yeah, it's me. I don't have my contacts in. Well, put them in because we need to go driving. We're in Tokland and I-, I need to get out of Tokland and get to the pot shed.
3: Okay, I'm going to put in my fun contacts and make my eyes black.
1: <laughs> I don't care what you do, right. Jerry. Honestly, I did some low on succulents here and I need to get to the pot shed. You know, you get you get tense
3: when you need your succulents and I don't appreciate your attitude towards me. After
0: a drive, the pair head into the pot shed. Yo, what's up? Oh
1: yeah, I we are both uh, succulent fans and I am really low on succulents. Oh yeah, I recognize you. You've been here before. Oh yeah, I'm from Tokeland and I really love the pot shed, so...
0: The last time you were here, you got kind of freaky. You
3: touched every pot and did a deep inhale and exhale every time. Oh, well, it's because it's uh, the senses are very important to my friend here. I don't know what happened to my voice.
0: Oh, holy shit. Why are your eyes black? <laughs> oh, I'm just
3: having fun.
1: <laughs> That's my friend Jerry. You know, he's not as big into succulents as me, but he likes his colored contacts. And I, we're from Toakland. I don't know if you know that. Tokeland
2: people are a bit we're a different. Holy shit, Ben, are these, the, those are the Toklin dudes? They kill so many succulents, man. They come in, they say they have no succulents, and then they buy a shit ton of succulents. Where do they go? Oh, well, we feed them to the sharks. <laughs> and sing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Toklin Shark Tank. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you That's me, being a shark. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would pay money to go see a Tokeland Shark Tank. I would pay money
0: to see the person with that voice with black contacts. <laughs>
2: <in>. <laughs> I'm just having fun. Oh, I'm just having fun.
3: <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Here we are. I miss improv.
2: Yeah, I miss all of you. <laughs> you know,
3: I think it's about time for me to smoke some weed. Yeah. Get it? You're going to do a bong rip? You do I'm going to do a bong rip. rip. Don't wait for me. I got to get it together. So keep talking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Phoebe is the ice bong queen. She always reminds me how much, it, how good it feels to have ice it in your bong. It feels so good. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm about to do it.
0: Did y'all ever uh, do a snow bong before? <gasps> the hell is a snow bong? You get your bong and you just jam the whole stem of it full of snow. And as you're sucking it, it gets filtered through all of the snow, and it's like a vapor almost, and it's so refreshing. Mm.
3: It's really nice. Amazing. Uh, anyway, try it out sometime when you come to
0: the I
2: mountains. Mean, my
3: ice bong, we bought uh, <laughs> ice trays that are itty-bitty ice cubes, so we fill it with that so it's, like, densely packed.
2: Oh, nice. So it's pretty much
3: the same effect where it just... That sounds fantastic. It's really good. A friend of mine was over once, and she hit it and went, Oh, it didn't hurt at all. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't
2: smoke a ton of weed. <laughs> it didn't burn my lungs.
1: Yeah. Check this out. Let's toke up, because I got some high thoughts. Oh, let me get Fuck high.
3: You. Let's see how this sounds. Mm-hmm.
2: That's it. Slurp it up. Slurp. See nice and high, Phoebe? Sure. So, Phoebe... It- if you get any high thoughts in the middle of the high thoughts segment, feel free to let them roar.
1: So I, I kind of like this high thought, and I'm not even like a real big video game player, but every video game I... Wait, is this
3: high thought segment? Hold on. Let's do a little intro song. Oh,
1: it's time for... <laughs> Stephanie's high thoughts. You get really high thoughts.
2: High, 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 <laughs> high thoughts, 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 thoughts. Wow
1: Boom! Slim!
0: Wow! A- I want to hear him. Tell me.
1: <laughs> I'm going to we're going to come up with a better theme song. That was completely that was more of like a jazz. <laughs> that was like a jazz odyssey. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. But-
1: This is the one I kind of liked was anxiety is like when video game music, combat music is playing but you can't find any enemies.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh. you're just waiting.
1: But you, because you, the music is playing and I remember playing those types of games where like the music would get really loud when someone when a bad guy would be around but you couldn't see anything and would be turning you'd be trying to turn the your vision so you could look around and you still can't see anything And just like your it's just heightening yeah. to a whole nut of level
2: yes and you all know i'm playing assassin's creed valhalla right now so <gasps> yes i remember you telling me about that i'd be up in there i'm the viking and the music will go and I, and then i'll fight and then i'll leave and the music will still be going and i'm like am i still in range to be just attacked by somebody right now <laughs> Sounds like no. it. It's anxiety. That's anxiety. Yeah. Yes. It's like thinking the bad
1: guys are lurking, but they're, you can't see or sense any of it around it you. It makes me think about
3: the like arcade games I used to play a lot where and I'm not very good at any of any kind of video games, but I'm okay at some arcade games, but the ones where you're like team, so the two of you are playing at once and you're like guys are walking. And then you get to a point where you can't go back or forward more. Like you have to do something in order to move, but like the bad guy is not there yet. So there's just that moment where you're like, and you're just like moving around really fast because you're like, he's about to appear
1: any minute I'm stuck. Oh, it's like one of those old school video games where you're walking, walking, walking and you can't. Yeah, you
3: get too far. You can't just run the whole time. There's like certain time. Yeah.
2: Video games mostly are stressful to me. So I relate to that high thought very much. I've also heard anxiety explained as, like, that feeling when you feel like you've lost your phone. Mm. That that feeling of, like, oh, fuck, where's my phone is just constant. And that's what anxiety feels like. Okay. Or are we just describing different types of, ang- like, moments I mean, where anxiety could occur? I don't know. I only know how I feel. Oh,
3: man,
1: <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit, man. Wait, is there more high thoughts? Oh, yeah, I have plenty. Uh, I, I really like i don't know why i like this one and it's not really like a meta thought i don't know pavlov probably thought about feeding his dogs every time someone rang a bell
0: mm. <laughs> oh shit that's
1: a good that's a good one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man he he darn conditioned himself he did <laughs> oh pavlov
1: oh pavlov you
0: think pavlov was a stoner Uh, no, that guy seems way too uptight. Okay. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like constantly, like, watching people and, like, ringing a bell and then dispensing things to them and,
1: like...
2: He was a crackhead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is kind of a good one. I like, we do not check the refrigerator multiple times to find new food, we check to see if our standards have dropped enough to eat what is available. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty true. true. Yeah. That's true. That's truth. pretty good. And I, I do that all the time because I, I struggle. I'm not really a food motivated person. And in fact, like eating for me is really hard. And so not because I have any... Um, body dysmorphia. It's just I'm not a motivated person by food. I just know Mm -hmm. I have to eat. I'm so busy with other shit. I forget to eat. So I'm one of those people that has to eat really easy food or if I'm just a late, well, I don't know. But anyway, so I'm constantly opening up the refrigerator going, what the hell am I going to eat? And then I close it because everything seems too complicated and it's not (laughs) worth my time. (laughs) And eventually my standards drop and I end up eating like yogurt and like a slice of American cheese and
0: Sometimes that's all you need. Yogurt and a slice of
2: American
1: cheese. The
3: weird snack meal where you just keep snacking, and then when you think back on what the last three hours of snacks have been, it's like, oh. Oh, that's in me now. That's all disgusting together. (laughs) Like a bowl of Cap'n Crunch, some carrot sticks with ranch, some kefir. Like, I'm just trying to think of what...
0: Honestly, Stephanie, I'm just glad that you're being candid about your own high thoughts
2: as That's they go.
3: Like, just yes. keep like, keep putting it out there, man. Like. like, maybe people, it depends on what kind of person you are. Like, you know, the people that can't, like, let anything touch it, each other on a plate? On a plate, yeah. Like, those people, their stomachs, it all stays very separated. And then people yeah, that are just, like, very... use their toast to just oh, sop God. up all the juices that are left, They're like, their stomach is super mm. just at peace. All together, big ol' stew of food. You know? Stew of
0: food. And if you
2: haven't left us yet, listeners. <laughs> I think that's the end of high thoughts. We just overanalyzed vomit for a really long time. Oh. Wait, no,
0: I want I want one more high thought to You want one more. One more to wrap
1: it up. We'll marinate oh, let's on see it. See here. Could okay, this one I kind of resonate with because I've thought about this a lot. It's a time travel high thought. So most people know so little that if they were transported way in the past, they wouldn't be able to invent things any quicker. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though oh.
1: we live with all this technology, if we got thrusted hundreds of years in the past, would you be able to reinvent the like even like a simple pulley system? I don't know if I could come totally, up with. <laughs> or that it would be any good.
3: Like you, hopefully. I mean, the best case would be that you would know enough that you could maybe explain it to the people that are around. And then there'd be the person that's like, oh, I could... F- I, they see the, like, engineering aspect. They wouldn't, they wouldn't know it's so called So I just go yet. up
1: to, like... Let, I'd go up to, like, let's say Sir Isaac Newton. Sure. And I'd be like, okay, dude. I'd be like, hey, um, I'm from the future, and there's some shit we have, and we need to accelerate the invention of this shit. So um, there's this little box, and you hold it in your hand, and it actually takes pictures. Oh, you don't know what a picture is. Well, okay. Ah, uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, it's... Um, so you need film shit what's film I like I wouldn't know how to like, explain anything and I would try to explain like a phone oh my gosh
2: yeah those explanations would be wild to listen to <laughs> yeah. and
1: you're talking to the smartest man known alive at that time and you just cannot figure out how to explain to him the science of that's the- like an assignment
3: I've done in a uh, theater class like really? having to describe something really simple to someone that doesn't like an alien that doesn't understand any of our concepts. Oh, oh fun!
1: We should play that. Interesting. We should play that. Okay, I got I got an object. Try to explain to an alien or so a person of the past. I guess um, the internet.
2: The internet is uh, it's invisible, but it's not. It's in the air, <laughs> but it's on uh-huh. your computer, which is a <laughs> small device. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, because you have to really go back to the beginning, like explain paper. <laughs> yeah, I. I think, Kayla, I think that that sounded <laughs>
1: that great.
3: Too.
0: Well, we had something kind of special planned for since it's <laughs> so our first special. episode. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, we thought our first episode, we should all share the time, the first time we got high. Um, so, yeah. Who I wants to, start. Who wants to yeah. kick it off?
3: Uh, I'll start. First time I got high, I was. Fourteen or fifteen, freshman year of high school. It was with two of my girlfriends who I had come really close to that year, and it was the second time I smoked weed, but the first time like we didn't get I didn't get high at all. And it was me and my friend Hillary. The second time it was us plus another friend, and we smoked at my house at my my dad's house. And so my room was in the like basement, but it was like a finished basement or whatever. And then my stepbrother's room was also down there, and he was out like at a party. So we're just in my bedroom smoking weed and then my dad's are upstairs on the second floor. So there's like a whole floor in between. So I kind of always had this feeling of like, we can do whatever we want. So we're just smoking weed and I, like I said, I'd never been high before. And all of a sudden it hit me and I was super high. I had never experienced anything like that. It was super overwhelming and like really awesome. And we were just like laughing and having so much fun. And then all of a sudden I was just like, oh my God, this is all a dream and none of this exists. And I'm going to wake up and it's all going to be gone. (laughs) Oh no. And I couldn't get out of that and I started crying and my friends were like, what, what, what? And trying to comfort me and then it would be like, I realized, like I saw the situation and was like, this is ridiculous and then just started like manically like cracking up and then kind of just got in a cycle of like going back and forth between no, this is silly what I'm doing and then crying and then I finally got got it together uh and then my brother got home so he was a senior like took a shower and went to bed and then we went and like knocked on his door and then like spilled into his room laughing and I just remember he jumped up this was the 90s and he goes what you've been smoking bomb in the house (laughs) and it was funniest and then he freaked oh out like, opened all the windows oh. and was like fanning it out and he's like I smelled it when I came home but I just figured it was like I reeked and he was like if I did that like I'm gonna get in so much trouble <laughs> but we didn't good
0: <laughs> wait so you guys just smoked in the house where like windows open and
3: stuff I think I had opened the window a little it's like a basement and it was one of those windows where it's like you don't just open the window it's like a little turny thing that you're like E-e-e-e-e-e-e-e. sure and yeah the window like kind of opens from the bottom for sure that was all it was, but I was a stupid kid, so... Yeah, well, that sounds fun. I'm pretty sure it was out of a pop can. Cute. Pretty sure that's what we had. Besides the moment of tragedy, that sounds like a pretty good experience. I mean, it was... I love being high on, on all sorts of things, and as much as I have obviously been more fucked up in some ways, that is, of all the times I've been high, that is the only time I truly like, lost reality.
2: You transcended. That was the only
3: time that I really had a moment of believing, like, my reality wasn't real. And even on, like, my worst trips, I've always known it's the drugs. I've just Hmm. sometimes felt like I'm a piece of shit and I will be forever. (laughs) Oh, no. Anyway, that was You need drugs for that? (laughs) 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 You know, like, the really bad acid trip. Oh, sure. Absolutely.
1: Who wants to tell the story? Mine's really probably pretty unremarkable and fairly common I'm assuming um but me and my friend Danielle it was summer of senior year so we had graduated high school and this is like in the summer so before we started community college and um her parents were at work during the day and it was a midweek and we knew her dad who I called Clolvis because his name was Cliff and he did these really awesome Elvis impressions so I called him Clolvis ever since like I was 6 so We find his, we knew he had a weed stash in the garage and we found it. And we were like, this is going to be the day we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. Today's the day. (laughs) It's the day. We loaded the bowl. And I remember both Danielle and I took a couple hits and we immediately started feeling the effects. And we're like, holy shit, we're getting high, man. We were giggly and just like, this is weird. uh." I think within minutes, the munchies set in. And like, Danielle and I went straight upstairs and she had... One of those houses that had really good snacks. I don't know if you had those friends that had, like, the good snack house. She had a good snack house. And so, I mean, we got goldfish crackers. She had the Rice Krispie treats, the prepackaged ones. She had, like, I mean, snacky snack snacks. And so we just loaded up on snacks, turned on the TV, watched Cherry Springer, and (laughs) just, like, was, like, giggling and having, like, the best time. And that was my first time smoking weed. Fuck yeah. You had the good munchies. That's what mm-hmm. more do you want? It was like serious. It was almost immediate munchie hour. Yeah. Nice.
2: <laughs> but like I said, pretty unremarkable. Well, it sounds perfect. <laughs> That's what <Yeah>. you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, was, I started smoking weed very late because when I was probably like 15 or 16, I had an allergist tell me I was allergic to weed. Oh, <gasps> So you all know I have a guess for that. I know you have. You know I have a lot of allergies. So I was at my allergist, like I usually was, and I was getting like a a test, a prick test done for like weeds and pollens. And like at the end of the, he gave me all my results and everything. And at the end, he's like, and that includes marijuana. And I still to this day, I'm like, why did he tell me that? Because he did not test me for marijuana. (laughs) I'm positive. Liar. How old were you? Like 15, 16. And he he just had like a. Briefer agenda i don't know i was like did my mom slip him a 20 or something like why did he tell me that but i believed him because why wouldn't i believe a doctor he's like yeah you shouldn't smoke weed so it's like okay so i didn't all through high school and then one night my freshman year of college i didn't even drink much my freshman year of college but the one time i did i got hammered and the next day my roommates were like so you smoked weed and i was like i did and i and i didn't die she's like no yeah you were totally fine well besides obviously being blackout drunk but um yeah so i realized that morning that i'm not really allergic to weed because i smoked it and i was fine and so like i i transferred schools i was at a sophomore in college and i started dating a stoner so i think on our first date we were at a party and he I think it was like a mouth to mouth situation where he breathed weed <laughs> oh, into my mouth, mouth
3: situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best kind of situation. Is that
2: what
1: it's called, scuba? I I don't know. I just made it up. It's okay. called scubaing. So he scubaed
3: <laughs> l- weed.
0: I've always, <laughs> me. I've always heard it of, uh, as shotgunning. Shot? Yes. Oh, shot.
3: Yeah. Shotgunning or around the world is when you do it like in a. Oh.
0: oh
2: God, COVID. I know we might have done that. <laughs> I know. The times have changed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I remember more about it because I think, I think that was our first date. So I remember more about it being a date. But I remember being like, oh, cool, I can get high now and it's fine. So that's, that's great. That's that. Sweet. <laughs> Wait, and how old was that? Uh, 19 or 20. I think 20. I was 20. Oh, man. Oh, my God.
0: The fact that you were blacked out when you did it <laughs> and you're just like, well, guess we're good. Oh, man. I um. Okay, so for me, I was 15 years old and I had previously been very anti-weed, like extremely anti-drugs. I had stopped talking to a friend of mine when we were 14 because she smoked weed, but then I got a job working as an usher at the Santa Fe Opera. They have a summer season and it was cool because I got paid living wage, but it was only for like five or six hours some nights of the week and all of the ushers, or at least the younger ones who weren't like the old people who volunteered, would go out after work and like go get late night food and stuff. And my supervisor at the opera was a seventeen year old and (laughs) who was about to be in college and oh man, I was so into him. He was like really into like Bukowski and philosophy and like would walk around and like rap like say like r- rap lyrics and stuff and i just thought he was so dreamy and so over the course of the summer i had this big crush and then one night he was like hey me and mike are going to go smoke after work like do you want to come <laughs> and i was like i've never Ooh. done that before and he was like kind it was kind of one of those now or never situations so I went with these guys in Mike's Subaru Forester up to this road by the dump, by the transfer station that has like a really good view, though, of the city and all the lights. Oof. And we just parked in his car on the side of the road and uh, smoked out of Mike's gun-shaped
2: bong. Um <laughs> In the car, like a shotgun-shaped bong, or like a handgun-shaped bong. <laughs> uh,
0: it was like, it was like as if you were smoking out of the barrel, the barrel, and then you like lit. There must have been a bowl Whoa. at the like where you, the clicker. What do you when you know. cock the gun? The what clicker? is that called? <laughs> like the, the trigger? No, like the right? safety. Safety. Anyway, So the trigger. Um, <laughs> I my was clinger. not. Ex- I w- can. I just be honest here with you guys. I was not expecting so many questions about <laughs> the shape of the gun bong. I had not. When I was preparing my story, I had not considered the details of the bong in such depth. Uh, but what was the girth like? Um, <laughs> A double barrel nine millimeters <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty small, isn't it? <laughs> it was such a tiny microscopic a little ball. tiny ball. but i I didn't really get high, but we went and ate chili cheese fries, um and then you know, of course, the next time I smoked weed, I was absolutely on a different planet, but yeah, I became the cool kid, mm-hmm. and then by the next year i yeah. was by the next year by the next summer, I was
3: a
2: big stoner. A, a big stoner. B-
3: b- b- yeah, I pretty much was right away, although I did at different times take some breaks. but.
2: And here we are. And here, here we, are. we are. Here we are. And that was our first episode of Stoner Chicks. We did it. Yeah, <laughs> success. We made it. We did it. We're so glad that you're here with
0: us and <laughs> that you decided to listen to this first episode. And we can't wait for
1: you to listen to more episodes. Yeah, we hope you continue to listen to us for sure. We hope that you had a good time. Yay. yay boosh
2: over and
3: out thank you for listening to Stoner Chicks Podcast we want to thank our editor Shari Junko the composer of our theme music Jessica Damari and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art email us your high thoughts at StonerChicksPodcast@gmail, at gmail and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stonerchickspodcast
2: bye